Hey girl, hey! Welcome to the Empowering Women Got a Minute podcast, where we celebrate the female leaders within our community. Join our hosts, Brianna Hinkle and Jamie Crone, as we introduce you to women that are making a difference in business, health, education, nonprofits, and more. Brought to you by the creators of Prescott Woman Magazine, a bi-monthly publication celebrating women. This episode has been brought to you by Fippin Museum, Art and Heritage of the American West. Located in beautiful Prescott, Arizona, featuring artwork of George Fippin and many Western artists. For more information, visit FippinArtMuseum.org. Today, we are building your brand with Ariana Bennett. Ariana is a passionate, self-motivated, and career-driven individual with years of experience working in the marketing and advertising industry. Ariana finds that her success is accomplished in environments where she is surrounded by a team of creative minds that are excited to exceed their goals through hard work, unique approaches, and a love of laughter. Ariana works with businesses and brands of all sizes and is widely recognized as a hardworking, forward-thinking, and a leader in her industry and in her community. We would love to take a minute to chat with you today about the importance of professional branding. Um, I found a quote online that I thought was interesting. It's by Warren Buffett. It says, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. So um, Ariana, tell us what is personal branding? So personal branding is really, it's what do you want to be known for or what impact do you want to make really is kind of how I start that off about what impression do you want to leave people with? I have my own favorite quote, right? Um, And it says, I get it here. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel by Maya Angelou. And it really speaks to, you know, personal branding and professional branding of, of having that voice of who you are when you are not in the room to speak for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And I love that quote. I mean, of course, we love Maya Angelou here. So <laughs> that's a good quote, too. I think those all kind of describe personal branding um, really well. Um, why do you think someone needs a personal brand? I think in this day and age, it's it's in our place. It's in our community, right? It's who do you want to, what do you want people to say about you if you're not in the room? Not that we want people talking about us. <laughs> But we almost do want them talking about us because they'll know who you are and what you stand for if you're not there to be the voice for yourself. And it's everything from, you know, how you greet people. You look them in the eye, you shake their hand, you are the person that you want them to have that first impression. To to down the line, if that you're not in the room that they're speaking highly of you or they already trust that you have their best interests in mind. It's whatever that that brand that you want to come across. It's not just in how you look and how you act, but also who you are as a person and the impact that you want to make. I think it's extremely important to know that when we are in the community, 
that's a lasting impression that we leave behind is our personal branding. Tell us a little bit about your personal brand and how you formed it. That's a good question. So <laughs> my personal brand, I always want to want others to know that um, I am who I say I am. I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do, that I lead with integrity and that I lead in the best interest of those around me because I want to when I rise, we rise. When you rise, I rise. That is my my personal branding of making sure that the people that I'm with, that I care about them, um, that I have their best interest in mind, but that also it's, it's too that we like to have fun, that we can be serious, but that we can also laugh. We can laugh at ourselves. We can um, celebrate the small moments as well as the big moments. And it's really that authentic self that for me, my personal brand is just being authentically me and not being anybody else but me. Um, we joke, right, that it's very on brand. So mm -hmm. I do have some on brand things like fashion for me. My, my brand color is blue. So I wear blue very well. And I think that people see, see if I'm in something that day that that's my personal brand that, and I don't do it intentionally. That's just who I am. And it comes out in everything from my, my personality to the way that I dress and the way that I interact with people and the feeling that I leave behind, hopefully is the one that I'm trying to put out there is that I care about the interaction that we just made. And that I will continue to trying to bring up the other, others around me because they bring me up as well. I think that's so true. And I think something with your personal brand, you as Ariana, is that you are always building people up or asking, how can I support you in this? Or what do you need? Or how, how does this make you feel? And I think you're always doing a good job of lifting others up women, men, you know, everyone in your community, your children, other people's children and saying, well, how can we do this? What can we do to help? And I think that is, you know, on top of your amazing fashion, that is a big part about you and your personal brand. So I love that about you. And I know that, you know, being your authentic self is a huge thing for women to learn. And I think that's something that we learn throughout our careers that people are going to resonate with you stronger and better if you are actually being true to yourself too. And I think that was such an important takeaway with what you just said. Here uh, with all the different social media platforms that are available today, um, which one do you find is best for developing a personal brand? I think that you have to find the one that you connect with the most. If you are an artist, then maybe Instagram is the place to be. If you are a, um, a self-creator, for music, maybe it's YouTube or maybe it's one of the other uh, music platforms. For me, I love storytelling. I love video and I love photography. So I, I lean probably most to Instagram. But I think that we have to be careful with social media is because we can put out, it's great for, for personal branding because you can control the story. You can put out the what you want, but social media is not authentic. And I think that's the danger of picking a social media for, for personal branding and professional branding. The value to 
Social media, though, is being able to craft that story so that people will see the image of you, the brand of you that you want to be seen before they ever meet you. Um, so that translates really well for business. Um, businesses do really well on social media because they can tell that story to their audience before that audience really gets to know them. And they can start that conversation of their personal brand for, for business branding and leave behind what problem are they going to solve when you didn't even know you needed that product or that solution, you know, you needed that, that solution. And there that brand is on social media, kind of putting that in front of you is I have a solution. So I hundred percent think that you got to stick with the one that you are drawn to the most, because in life, you can't do everything. You have to pick one thing, do it well, do it with passion and learn from it. And then you can start adding other things on. So if you're really good at Instagram, stick to that, get to know that. And then Facebook, add that in. TikTok, I have a fan of TikTok. I didn't know I was a fan of TikTok. I am on TikTok, but I will not be making TikTok videos, right? I just like to watch them. Mm -hmm. So I won't be adding TikTok to my, <laughs> you know, brand, personal branding, but there's a lot of, you know, positives and negatives to social media. And I think the first thing is, is it's good for personal branding, but keep in mind that as a user of social media, it's not authentic. And I think it can be tricky when you're working on your personal brand, but you're also, um, you have a business that's a brand as well to sometimes, you know, put yourself out there. And I know that I, um, some people are open books and they're all of their social media are open accounts and they're not private. And I think for me, I keep some of that private, right? Like you have to be a friend to see it and I have to decide <laughs> if you're a friend or, you know. And then it's also about, you know, it's hard with your own personal brand when you are so involved with a company and you're the face of the company to say, what do I want to say on my social media that might, because you want to make sure it doesn't offend or, you know, so it, it can be a really tricky thing to discover with social media, I think. And so I think it is good to say, pick one that you resonate with, but also, you know, know that it can be viewed by <laughs> many well, and Brie, you, private, really. you and your team, you guys do such an amazing job with your personal brand, right? Brie, you are authentic mm -hmm. and your brand, Prescott Women Magazine, is about empowering women. And we know that because of the brand that you put out there and you, you exhibit that through social media by posting positive female empowerment things and then highlighting the women with all the things that you do through, through social media. So Brie, you do your social media and the personal branding, professional branding very well that aligns with the core values of Prescott Women Magazine. So you are a good example of how to put your personality of what you believe in behind your brand of the magazine and share it with the world. Thank you. We we work really hard at that. And I know Jamie does a lot of that, trying to find the perfect quote and, you know, something that resonates with women, the massive amount of women, you know, and you're not going to hit every single one of them, but, um, but we try. <laughs> Be some questions someone could ask themselves to develop their own personal brand. Do you, do you know of some of those pointers that you have? Yeah. So I think, you have to really go back to what do you want to be known for? Um, and then what impact 
do you want to make? It's in personal, it's, it's a little different, but it has a lot to do with business too. So like in business, it's, it's every step in your business from your marketing to your customer experience, to your sale. And what do you want people, what kind of experience do you want people to have with you? So what do you, what will bring them back in friendship? It's what will, what will keep drawing people to want to spend time around you in business? It's what will get customers to be returning customers and fans of your business. And then the other thing to think about is what will they say? And that's probably the hardest thing because people have so many opinions and you can't care about all the opinions, right? But Sometimes when you look at your personal brand, you look and see what would they say about me if I'm not in the room? And that's your personal branding. That's it speaks for you when you're not there. Um, and I think that's the hardest part to wrap around is, you know who you are, but how do you follow those core values to really be there when you're not there to say them? Um, Ariana, aside from working with businesses on their branding, do you also do um, personal branding? I don't do personal branding other than cheering you on. <laughs> That's important though. <laughs> it's important though. I mean, I think that in life we wear many hats, right? So in in business, yes, I'm there to help businesses with their branding and their execution and their public image and not just trying to help them figure out what to say, but where to say it and when that's something that, you know, that's my day-to-day -day job. And in person, I think I do that in just friendships and, and relationships of just creating, creating a space where it's, it's empowerment, it's cheering them on and it's giving people courage to be themselves when it gets scary. Thank you to our sponsor, Dr. Melinda Martin, healthcare for women, by women. For more information, visit drmelindamartin.com. Can you expand a little bit about your job? Um, so you're helping businesses with their branding, which I'm sure in turn helps individuals with their own personal branding, you know, because you have to kind of back up that business branding with something. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what you do to help support businesses in that journey? Yeah, so usually I meet with clients or businesses and really get to know who they are and who they wanna be, what their goals are. And then we take a look and say, okay, how can marketing help you meet those goals? It might be that you want to make a million dollars or have you know, your product in every store in America, right? But it starts small is who are you? How do we tell that? And what is the one thing you want people to know? And I think that's the hardest part. But I really do try and help businesses work on their level, meaning we talk about what their goals are. We talk about what their business is. And then I try and be part of that business. So I I look at myself as an extension of their team. Yes, I am a consultant. They bring me on, they hire me, they hire my team, but really I work for them. And it's a matter of just making sure that we see from an outside perspective of what they need and guiding them to get to that point. And then shouting from the rooftop 
and making sure that that message is in front of them, whether it's social media or TV or um, anything. I mean, I specialize in video and digital marketing. And so it's really a great place to be nowadays where video and digital is like, that's how people are, right? We're on our phones all day long and video is capturing our attention. If it's on the large screen, the TV or our mobile device on social media, that's what's capturing our attention. And our job as marketers is trying to get people to stop and pay attention. Mm-hmm. And it can be, and it can be fun. It can be really fun. That journey, um, it's a work in progress, of course, because it's always changing the way technology changes. But yeah. And you not only, of course, work really hard and build others up and are um, helping others with their brands. You're also you also balance work and family. Um, What tips do you have for other moms in the work field about maintaining their personal brand while also helping facilitate their families? Ha, that's a hard (laughs) one. I think there's been so many times, right, that in my professional life, I want the image of like not being in control, but just being calm and collected and and professional and kind and patient. And then if you see me in the grocery store and I've got the, (laughs) I have a four and a six-year-old and I've got the four-year-old about to melt down and I'm struggling to keep it all together and not you know, not care about what others think, but also being very aware of the situation or the environment that I might be in. It's hard. Um, I think the tips that I have for people is to just know that it's okay to be good at one thing and failing in another. You don't have to be good at everything all at the same time. There are seasons for certain things. And I'm in the season, right, of trying to be a working mother Um, with two young children um, and enjoying that time and not not being afraid to say no, Um, being afraid to, I love being involved, but it's okay for me right now to say no to certain things so that I can put my time into trying to be better at what's important to me, trying to be better at my job, trying to be better for my clients, trying to be a better mother and show up for the things that in other experiences might be taking me away from the family. Right now, I'm in a world of no, if my family comes first, my kids come first, if it takes that away, then the answer is no. Um, And you know, some mornings I feel like a hot mess mom, but I'm not. I, I, I look at from an outside perspective of I still am able to get to work on time in work clothes and, but it's a struggle to get out the door. I'm not a morning person. Um, And so I think that it's okay to embrace the things that we're not good at because we can be better at the things that we are good at and letting those rise to the top. I think that's such a good point. And it's um, interesting because that seems to be a running theme now in our podcast is women saying no to certain things, you know, like just so that they can say yes to the things that are important. And I think that has been such an interesting thing and maybe more of a takeaway over the last few years of realizing what's important and where, where you can spend your time. And so I think that's just really interesting and such a good takeaway for women too, that you can say no. And you, you can say no. Say and yes you can learn a lot. <laughs> and you can, you can learn what you like and what you want to say yes to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
And now, so we're wrapping it up. Um, and so what we do now at the end of with every guest is rapid fire questions. And so we'd love to do that with you. And I will have Jamie take off with the first one. First question, who's your hero? I think my hero is the women who are leading the charge before me. So it's it's the women that I admire or the women who have been mentors or who have carved the way ahead of me. I look at so many women and I say, you know what, that she did that really well. And they become my hero in the moment and I can take something from what I admire and bring it into what who I want to be in my authentic self in my own way. Um, so I would say it's it's the women who come before me it's the mentors and the mothers and um, the the ones who are making it look a little bit easier so that we have the courage to follow in their footsteps. I love that. And then what are you afraid of? So I'm afraid of sharks. <laughs> I love the ocean and I love that doors and I love the water, but sharks has always been a thing. My newer fear and life as a mother is losing either my children losing me and my husband as their father um, or us losing one of them. And I think that fear is um, sometimes stifling like you can't get past that and that's what I've realized in the more recent years is that's probably a bigger fear for me than sharks <laughs> right <laughs> right so I mean I've I can get around the shark situation right I can go snorkeling and get stay close to the boat and then get out of the water and then go back in and enjoy life a little bit but the um the fear that something will happen to my daughters or the fear that something will happen to my husband or I and leaving them at these young ages. I think that is probably my biggest fear right now. And I'm sure that is like such a huge fear for every parent, right? You know, and then that's, that's a hard one because it's, but not one that you um, want to think about at all. So it's, a, you oh. know, sharks you can avoid. We live in right. goodness, you know, but <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that, that's a hard one. So I can understand that fear for sure. Uh, what was your first job? So I was a gymnastics coach. I started um, in high school. I was a gymnast until probably 18. Um, it was my career of athletics, right? And so then after being in gymnastics for so long, I started coaching. And I coached everyone from age three till I became a summer camp counselor at one of the most prestigious gymnastics camps in the United States, actually internationally. And that was in Pennsylvania. And I got to be there for two summers and coach girls from all over the country that would come for a week or a couple weeks at a time to strengthen their skills. And um, my favorites have always been, there's two favorites that I have. It's the the young kids, right? Age three is the funniest. <laughs> they are brave and they are learning things and they want to do all the things and they don't understand. No. And they will fall down and they will get right back up. And I really admire that in kids. Um, and then I've learned a lot too, from like the teenagers that I've coached 
it's really about building them up because as teenagers, we really have um, a hard time. It's hard being a teenager. And, and I had so many great mentors as a teenager. And so that was probably a really rewarding part of my job in gymnastics as a coach was helping build up those girls with everything from friendships and self-confidence and body image and just reminders from the little ones that when you fall down, learn from it, get back up and try again. And you'll be really impressed with what you can do when you put your mind to it. I can see that you'd probably be an amazing coach because you're a good coach in life. So, and what, um, will you, do you think your girls will have any interest in gymnastics? Have they shown any desire? They're both enrolled now and that's their favorite thing to do. And I actually have to tell them to stop doing cartwheels and, um, it's kind of fun. It's, I try not to be the coach in that instance, but I do tell them, well, you know, you could point your toes. <laughs> and, um, but it is funny because I see a lot of myself and my girls. And I remember my mom always yelling at me to stop doing flips off the couch or stop doing cartwheels in the hallway. And sure enough, here I go. And my six-year-old does a cartwheel and I have to dodge her or <laughs> they're flipping off the couch. And I think they're going to break either the couch. Or, so, you know, now I'm the mom and it's, it's funny. They love it though. It's fun to watch. It always comes full circle, doesn't it? Where you go, you know, either we say I'm turning into my mom in different ways, or you see that your kids are turning into you. <laughs> you yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, Ariana, for taking a minute with us today. For the listeners, can you tell them how they can learn more about the work you do? Sure. Um, I am best reached by phone or email. Um, so my email address is ariana.bennett at sparklight.biz. Feel free to just reach out and just kind of ask me about whatever it is. I work a lot with small businesses and just giving ideas. Um, that's what gets me really excited I do work for Sparklight Advertising. So our company is a national um, advertising agency. We're nationwide and our website is sparklightadvertising.com. Sponsored by Northland Cares, providing full range of outpatient services for people living with HIV AIDS and prevention services for those at risk for HIV in Northern Arizona. For more information, visit northlandcares.org. Thank you for listening to Empowering Women, Got a Minute? We hope you tune in next week. And you can check out any of our episodes at prescottwomanmagazine.com. Talk to you later.